today on the Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. He did it! Sandoran won his first gym badge, and now our heroes are on their way to the next stop on their Pokemon journey, Pewter City. Will this be a cobblestone path to Easy Street, or will there be a rocky road ahead of them? Let's find out together here on the Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. Welcome to the Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. My name is Gatlin. I am your GM this evening and all evenings after this evening. I'm Adam, and I play Atticus Marigold. <laughs> I'm like the tone the suspense on that. was killing me. Yeah. I'm Aaron, and I play Wesley Hale. <laughs> and I'm Nick, also known as Sandoran, and I'm not as clever as they are. So, <laughs> Yeah, with that last name, look out. <laughs> Housely. <laughs> Housely. Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's dive right into a summary of last episode, shall we? So I think we we decided that it is Adam's turn. Yeah, I never do summaries, so I should probably do it. This is an easy <laughs> one, too, and I actually remember. Uh, it started out. I don't remember how it started out. <laughs> All I know well, is that uh, Sen and Nat had some alone time. And uh, son got some smooches. Well, or did a, Nat a get some smooch. smooches? I got a smooch. A smooches. Hey, don't sell yourself a short there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. They hit it off, and then uh, we went to the gym, and Sundoran had his first big gym battle. Hell yeah, it did. <laughs> and Abby stole some hot dogs, but we never resolved that. And Sundoran won yeah. against uh, Max, and he got his first gym badge ever. And a kiss. I'm on my way now to becoming the very best. <laughs> <laughs> For use. Uh, and plus, that was a really bad vocal cover. So yeah. come at me, no Nintendo. No one will be able to don't recognize that. <laughs> no one. Yeah, don't tempt Nintendo. They've got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Uh... Well, if Disney hasn't shut us down yet. <laughs> I think they own my house, actually. I'm not sure. <laughs> to double check. Everyone secretly works for Disney, and they just don't know it. <laughs> okay. So, hey, guys, guess what? What? Y'all leveled up. Woo! And it was so Ooh. easy. <laughs> it was. So uh, everyone leveled up. All the players leveled up one level, and everyone's Pokemon leveled up two. Heck an A. Heck an A. Hell yeah. So uh, I don't think anyone got any new class things. No. This level. Nope. Not at level four. No. We got some. Uh, your stats increased a little bit. Uh, got some more hit points. Um, is there anything that you guys want to tell the listeners about? Maybe changes in your Pokemon. Yeah. So for characters, I think we each got our two stat points and some HP. So that's not too exciting. But for Atticus and his Pokemon, Abby is now level five. So she is evolutionarily stubborn. So she's Sorry, folks. She ain't going to evolve. 
But at level five, she got a bunch more HP, and I got to assign 12 stat points as if she did evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's, uh, she's pretty awesome. <laughs> she's beefy, man. Yeah, so she's All those like, hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one hot dog at the gym like was the best hot dog ever. It had rare candies hidden up. inside. Maybe, yeah, maybe, so for she, a, maybe for a Patreon reward, we'll, we'll give everyone a sneak peek to yeah. uh, Abby's stat block. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's beefy. Pete leveled up to four, and Jerry and Carrie both leveled up to three. So that's like, that's about it. I feel like uh, one of these days Atticus is just going to turn around and Abby is just going to be swole as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abby, uh, <laughs> what's going on there? You're like, give me them candies. <laughs> <laughs> just picks him up by like a scruff. <laughs> <laughs> she will be out for blood finally. <laughs> Well, uh, Wes, what about you? What are your Pokemon looking like? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait one second. Hey, Wes, what about you? What uh, <laughs> what, wow. what about your Pokemon? Well, Gatlin. <laughs> so sorry for trying to move along this yeah, goddamn geez. podcast. Both, uh, both Magnemite and Bulbasaur leveled up to four. They got more HP. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gastly leveled up to three. He got more HP. Uh, something interesting. He has a ridiculous amount of HP for a level three Pokemon. Woo. And being a ghost. There we go. Yeah. Beefy ghost. Them good rolls. Them tank ghost. <laughs> did you roll or did you take the average for Ghastly? I rolled for Ghastly. I, I actually rolled for the other two, and uh-huh. I just got the average by oh, rolling. okay. Nice. Awesome. Because I like to walk on the line. <laughs> I don't know the physics behind that, but I'm sure it works out. It's probability, not physics. Nerd! Well, I was going to say, well, you would know. <laughs> all right, what about you, Sen? Uh, so my Magikarp... Okay, this is the best news of all people. So my Magikarp now being level four... Uh, now knows the move tackle, so nice. <laughs> now he can, he can be semi. I'm surprised that it's not rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you treat that thing so bad. Okay, okay, I talked about it bad one time. Like no, and <laughs> no. Okay, let's you, let's 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 itemize this. Okay, okay. so first, Sandoran talks to Charmander in the train car and goes, "It's just me and you, buddy. <laughs> just me and you." Then, throws out Magikarp in a meaningless battle in the train car, gets destroyed, (laughs) and then when Charmander gets hurt, oh my god, Charmander, Charlie, are you okay? Are you okay? How could you? (laughs) Then, fast forward to the Viridian Forest, real spooky time, uh, sees his mom, throws (laughs) throws Magikarp's Pokeball at his his ghostly mother form. (laughs) Not as like, Oh, I'm gonna battle it with Magikarp. No, as a projectile. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And then the gym. Yeah. You knew that Magikarp wasn't gonna do okay, anything. Okay, but in in my defense about the gym, there was a reason why I did it, but I never got to tell why because of the. We'll the never care. find out. Right, that's exactly. fine. There was a reason though. Does anyway. Magikarp know why? That's the important part. <laughs> <laughs> oh all, all right, folks. So, wait, hold up. What about my other guys? All right. <laughs> they don't matter. For <laughs> once, can we just focus on Magikarp, please? Sweet yeah, baby what about Jesus. my other Pokemon that I like? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying, dude. Uh, it's like you've been taking notes this whole time. Um, <laughs> every, like, slight of Magikarp. All right. So, Charlie, he's up to level four. Um, he's got some more hit points. And Pidgeotto is now up to level six because he started out at level four, um, and he's got some more hit points too. Cool. All right. So after the gym battle, 
Um, do you guys just want to talk about like how you went out to celebrate, what you did, where you went? I mean, I can't imagine that Sundoran would have like sprung for a bar immediately, but I also know who my company is, so mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna leave this up to yep. these two. When in Viridian, <laughs> <laughs> when in any place with a bar. I think we just went home and got a solid eight hours. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, no. So after the gym. I don't think you understand. Etika's leveled up. <laughs> okay. After He's wise he, as fuck. Did you now, put the so. uh, extra points in wisdom? Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. So after the gym battle, I imagine that I had like a talk with the gym leader, like. Not really like a conversation that like two friends would have, but kind of just a respectful mm -hmm. conversation about the battle and about yeah. Pokemon and everything like that. You know, probably talk to some of the other characters that we were all hanging with. Um, not sure how Tyler responded to see he, seeing his brother defeated. Can you give us maybe some insight on that? He's a gym leader. I mean, it happens all the time. I guess. Like, uh, his job is, I don't want to say his job is to lose, but like... It happens all the time. I mean, okay. he wins some, he loses some. Just kind of like the way the gym life goes. Touche. Yeah. Um, sometimes yeah. it be like that. Sometimes it be like that, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We all went to the trusty snail and got booked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to I wanted to ask something. Sure. Um, I think at some point, Wesley is sort of itching to, to get some of, like, tools and some stuff that he can... He's so technology focused that yeah. I think he wants to go and get some, you know, just some scrap metal, some gears, and just some oddball stuff that he can use to tinker with while he's on his little Pokemon journey. Okay. Yeah, so if you want, um, we can just do this side thing after the gym battle. Uh, you go to you go to a hardware store and say, I'm gonna say subtract, like, 150 Pokey. Sounds good. And you have some tinkering stuff. Okay. Tinkering tools. Tinkering tools. I'm gonna tinker all over the place. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't get it. <laughs> yep, the math checks out. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, so is there anything else that you guys did uh, wanted to do uh, that night? No, man, we were no? just having a good Celebrate. time. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I think we will pick it up. Magnemite uh, was in the party, and he would he has like light ups and disco balls and stuff, and he just <laughs> yeah. he made the trusty snail into a discotheque yeah. for one night. Uh, only. I love that image. Okay, so I think we'll pick it up right outside of the ranger station. Uh, it is you three, the twins, Nina, Tyler, and Max. You guys are just about to embark for Pewter City, and you're all set to walk through the Viridian Forest. When Max says, so uh, are you guys going to walk through the forest or you guys going to take the uh, the gondola? We checked the weather report this time. You did, so. I didn't know there was a gondola. Yeah, and then uh, he points up and you actually see like a gondola on. <laughs> There's a sign that says gondola and an yep. uh, arrow that points straight ahead. <laughs> so this, this ranger station is a two-story building. So on the bottom is the part where you just like get through to the forest, and on top is actually a little gondola station. So you guys outside of the ranger station right now, you actually see a gondola slowly climbing up this incline uh, going toward a little mountain range. Hey, Gatlin. Yeah. Would that be a, a gondola gazebo? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. You let me be myself. <laughs> Atticus is already in the gondola. <laughs> I know. He's already oh, wow. he's the person that they're pointing yeah. at. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Like, the second he gets in and all those Pokemon, like, it's kind of rocking a little bit. <laughs> Well, well, Max, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna take the gondola because we've spent plenty of time in that forest already. We don't, we don't really need to do any more. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good choice. Uh, I figured you boys have spent a little bit too much time in the Viridian Forest and uh, probably gets old after a while. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, before you guys go, uh, here, and he reaches into his pockets. And then he gives a nod towards Tyler, and then he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. And he reaches into his pockets, and the two of them hand each of you uh, three red-topped Pokeballs each oh. and three potions each. And then Max says, hey, uh, thanks for thanks for looking out for my, my little brother, and I guess he did most of the looking after you guys. But, uh, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for all that. Here, here are some potions. Here are some Pokeballs. Uh, had a really nice time battling you, Sendoran. That was you gave me quite a fight. Well, oh yeah, the battle was. It was so much fun. I, I'm, I'm so glad that, that it happened. It was cool. I mean, uh, type advantage is a wondrous thing, is it not? Well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sendoran, can I offer offer you a little bit of advice? Please do. This is the next gym on your. On your uh, agenda here, uh, the pewter gym. Yeah, it's my hometown gym. All right, then I probably don't have to tell you what types they use. Well, what what types do they use? I've never been inside. Rock. Think about your type advantages, boy. Oh, and I kind of just get a disheveled look. So you got a lot of either training to do or catching to do, bud. It's not going to be an easy fight for you. Yeah, it's going to be hard. <laughs> Oh, because of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll I'll be I'll be sure to, you know, maybe maybe I will find a couple more Pokemon to help me with this next gym. Thanks for the advice. Or you could love the water type Pokemon that you own, but that's what do he I know? He doesn't have any water. Like he doesn't get anything until level. Maybe if you liked him, <laughs> you would have evolved by now. <laughs> he just jumps five levels because I love him. <laughs> like. <laughs> And then Nina turns to you, Atticus, and she says, Hey, Atticus, I'm I'm really going to miss you. And like, oh. And she kind of leans a little bit close and she says, Take care of those two. All right. Oh, of course. All right. And oh. then I think she wraps you up in a hug. And then, like, as she's pulling away, she palms you an extra potion. Oh. And she says, yeah. Just watch out for these guys, okay? Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for all your help and stuff. I mean,. Yeah. I wouldn't be here with, without your help. Appreciate it. And then Tyler turns to you, Wes, and he says, Hey, Wes, uh, I'm sorry about all the stuff that went down in the forest. Uh, I'm really glad I got to meet you. You got a really nice Pokemon now in that ghastly. Keep, keep these boys in line. You got it? I will do my utmost. And I think you guys see uh, Johanna. She, like, gauges the situation and she says, "Hey guys, um, let's uh, let's head upstairs." Uh, and she just kind of gives you both a look, and then Nina and Tyler and Max all say, "All right, well, bye guys. We'll we'll see it. We'll see you later. Good luck on your journey." And they just kind of 
walk back toward town. I think Atticus, like, takes the hint, and he's like, yeah, of course. And he goes over and gives Natasha a hug, like, oh, thank you. know, I'm glad you guys are all right. Like, gives Johanna a hug, like, I'm really glad we met you. I hope I hope we get to hang out again. And, you know, he then he starts to head towards the gondola. Yeah. Wes sort of extends a quick handshake to everybody, and, uh, yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to check out the uh, the gondola, so um, safe travels, and um, hope yeah. to see you again sometime. And Yo- Johanna says, yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys uh, upstairs. Oh, good. I forgot what direction that was. <laughs> All right, and now it is just you and Nat outside of the, uh, the ranger station. I think Sindoran, like, doesn't know what to say because of you know, what happened between them and everything. And he, he wasn't, he was too focused on the battle to like really see or look at her at all. Um, so like, there's just a little bit of silence. And then I think he kind of like chimes in a little bit and he says, Hey, listen, um, I know it's, it's probably going to be a while until we see each other next. Um, but I just wanted to say that it was great meeting you, and I hope that we can see each other again real soon. And she smiles at you, and she nods, and she says, I, I think there's a good good chance that we'll be seeing each other again. Okay, cool. Um, and I offer out my hand to, like, shake. And she hesitates a second, and then she slowly reaches forward and grabs your hand and starts shaking it and I pull her in for a kiss okay you're gonna have to make a strength no 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 no, no, no. and he brands her <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you you pull her in and you guys have a a nice a nice smooch and she pulls away and she says I'll see you around <laughs> Can we roll to see what how nice the smooch was? You want to roll for smooching? <laughs> roll for smooch? <laughs> what would that be? Uh, smooching, it's at, at, at the D100, bottom. He's got percentile <laughs> dice, and that's how, what percent good it was. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, let's no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, are we, are we, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't, roll a d20. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I have the DC in my head. All right. Seven. Seven? Okay. You're so, really sweaty. <laughs> It's, yeah, you're just a little rough, and then she she pulls away, and she says, you know, I, I'll see you around. Oh, the tone. <laughs> I, I say, um, yeah, take care. All right, and I think with that, you are all on the top level of the of the gondola I station. It. I ruined my chances. You're like, the one... I so ruined it. <laughs> no, I ruined it. <laughs> Aaron ruined it, not Wes. Yeah, but Aaron then, ruined it. Yeah, but then I, I couldn't make yeah. the throw. So. Well, that's uh, duh. That <laughs> You're sent. I think it's in character. Yeah, um, it is. It is. All right. You walk up the stairs, and I think it's honestly uh, Atticus, Wes, and Johanna are just kind of like admiring the outside of this gondola, and you see someone standing like right on the platform. You guys now see Sen walk up the stairs. I think Atticus this whole time is just like doing that thing. Like, yeah, this is solidly built. Look at that. He kind of like slaps a beam like, yeah, look at that, huh? You fit <laughs> yeah. a lot of people in this thing. Huh? <laughs> All right, settle down now, Atticus. <laughs> <laughs> and Johanna's still on the top level, and she says, uh, Sen, I'll keep, a, I'll keep an eye on her for you, um, but you know how things go. 
Yeah, she's she's a very a very attractive girl, so I wouldn't be surprised if she found someone else. I mean, we're all on our journeys. I I think romance is the last thing on our minds. Speak for yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> And Atticus I, has taken the last gondola. He is in the next part. Yeah, <laughs> he's so. already moving. And I think Johanna gives you a quick hug, Sen, and she says, uh, hey, be safe, kid. You too. All right. So you guys step onto this gondola, and it is literally just the three of you in the gondola. Sen, I think uh, I think we're going to work on ending our sentences one sentence sooner next time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and then Atticus goes to the front of the gondola, gondola points in the direction they're going and goes onward to the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) and they go (laughs) and the gondola moves (laughs) all right so the doors close behind you on the gondola and you hear welcome everyone to the pewter mountain gondola service please remain seated as the gondola moves up the mountain There will be one stop on the top of the Pewter Mountains on a scenic overlook, and we will be right on our way to Pewter City. Please enjoy your time on the Pewter Gondola service. So, Gatlin, paint us a a little picture here. Um, About how large is this gondola, and what are our views that we're kind of seeing? So, this gondola is pretty... I don't want to say pretty big. It could probably fit about 20 people comfortably. Uh, so as this gondola climbs... Oh, that's a gondolot. <laughs> I was going with like a gondola goddamn something. I don't know. I was trying, but you won. You won. <laughs> so as this gondola climbs up, you guys see Viridian City at a bird's eye view. So you can see the red roof of the Pokemon Center. You can see all the various streets, the university. And it's honestly gorgeous. But as you start to climb up this gondola, it starts to get a little bit foggy, and your view of Viridian City is a little bit obscured. You've now broken a little bit of the, like, the cloud line. Wow. Yeah. That's a tall mountain. Lick it. <laughs> lick the mountain or lick the clouds? The clouds. Oh, okay. <laughs> and as the, uh, as the gondola climbs, you guys feel your ears pop. Oh, I hate that feeling. Um... <laughs> Both me and Sendorin hate that yes. feeling. Wesley's chewing gum. <laughs> so guys, how, uh, how do you think the adventure's going so far? Well, I, I, I think we could be doing a little better. I mean, we've been beset upon by cowboys and ghosts and... Uh, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, um, here's to hopefully some more luck. And he knocks on... Is, is the gondola wooden? It is not. Oh. Wesley frantically searches for something wooden to knock on. Uh, do I make a perception check? I'm going to tell you your seats are probably wood. Knock, knock. <laughs> uh, so, Atticus, what are uh, do you have all of your Pokemon out right now? Yes, what a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, I'll tell you exactly what they're doing. Perfect, I love it. Abby is just chilling on my shoulders because she's tired. Mm-hmm. Even though she leveled up and she's a fucking beast. Yep. Um... Pete is like, Pete, Jerry, and Carrie are literally running from one end of the gondola to the other, definitely rocking it back and forth. Ooh, okay. And he loves it. All right. Awesome. Uh, did I mention that Wesley gets motion sick? No. No. Wesley gets motion sick. All right. <laughs> That's canon. Uh, actually, let's have you roll constitution. 
Oh boy. Six. Six. Okay. You start to feel something come up. Is it my stomach? It's probably the contents of your stomach. That's a lot of hot dogs, isn't it? That, yep. Mainly hot oh dogs. <laughs> uh, can I lean out the side? There, um, the windows are closed, but you do notice like a trash basket at the at the very front of the gun. Okay, I'm claiming it. All right, so you rush forward and you just empty the contents of your stomach into oh, this trash can. Wes, are you okay? Yep, I'm done with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you don't have to get nervous. We're just we're just like hundreds and hundreds of feet up in the air. Yeah. This is a little rickety, isn't it? Atticus stands up and he kind of like shifts his weight <laughs> left and right. This is kind of fun. <laughs> hey, oh. Pete, try this. And he, like, shows him a different move to get more motion. And I think Pete starts doing quick attack up and down <laughs> the gondola, and it is starting to rock quite a bit. Hey, could you maybe, like, um, stay in one part of the gondola? It's, yeah, it's rocking yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, I think Atticus kind of sees that Wes is, like, literally, he threw up, and he's getting really, and he also remembered that he, like, almost killed him. So... Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, though. No. Come on, Pete, come here, come here. He kind of calms his Pokemans down. So once the gondola sort of calms down, he looks to you two, and he, so do you, it seems that we're really running into some crazy people here. Um, do you think we should be worried about, like, that weird guy at the at the old stadium that kidnapped the twins? You mean the you mean wizard? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What, what, are, what are the chances that he's actually going to show up again? That was such, like, just a random event. Let's see. Cowboys, ghosts, um, crazy wizards. Uh, well, And gang members. Don't forget about those a-holes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rocket. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. He did have, like, a, like an old-ass Abby, so I'm not too worried. That thing looked old. Did you know what Pokemon that was, Atticus? I don't, I don't know. That was an evolve form of... What? So from what you've told me, it sounds like that that was an Alakazam. Oh. The fully evolved form of an Abra. Oh. Abby evolves? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose it will. Wow, that's well, cool. I, I don't, Abby, do you, do you want to evolve? Do you know how? And then all of a sudden you all start to feel this, like, uneasy feeling and fear and then anger. Wow, these are... These are complicated emotions to add to nausea. <laughs> Abby, um, you listen, you don't have to evolve, but uh, I love you just the way you are. You, if you want to stay Abby, stay Abby. Don't, don't change yourself mm -hmm. to someone else's expectations. Just be you. Yeah, That's you're, fine. you're super cool. You can slip in and out of places with ease. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're really awesome, Abby. And you I don't need my permission. Fuck me. And, <laughs> and whatever I think, you want. And I think... Abby is looking like you've never seen Abby before. Abby is now clutching her head and like her eyes are blinking from regular to purple. Oh, uh. And you, you are all just overwhelmed with this angry feeling. Atticus, what's going on here? I don't know. Abby, are you okay? And he starts to walk over by her. And... Make a strength saving throw. 15. Okay. Uh, everyone's going to make this strength saving throw. Unnatural 20. I got a three. Okay. So Atticus and Sundoran, you feel 
this wave of psychic energy hits you, but you're rooted to your spot and it doesn't move you, Wes, this catches you off guard and you go slamming into one end of the gondola. And you see Abby is still clutching her head. Her eyes are blinking between purple and regular. And then all of a sudden they shine straight purple and they're not moving. Uh, Atticus, despite the psychic force pushing him away, he's still trying to get to Abby. Um, He wants to reach her. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say make another strength check. 22. Okay. So you have free motion, so you tell me what you want to do. I go up to her, and I just hug her. Okay. So as soon as you get your arms around her, these waves of psychic energy cease, and Abby's eyes go back to normal, and you see tears start to stream down her face. Yeah, and the second that Atticus hugs her, he's, it's okay, Abby, Abby, it's fine. It's me. It's me. It's fine. Shh, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. And you feel her just kind of shiver in your arms. Okay, uh, so she's calming down. Her eyes are back to normal. She's crying. Mm-hmm. Atticus is just hugging her. Just don't, Abby, it's fine. Abby, it's, you don't have to change. Stay exactly as you are. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I love you. I love you. And she, you feel her body just kind of loosen. And she, you hear her just kind of sniffle. And then she grabs you a little bit tighter. No, it's fine. Here, have a fucking sweet roll. It's fine. No big deal. And he takes out a sweet roll and unwraps it and gives it to her. And she slowly takes it and starts to munch. Um, Atticus, has she ever done anything close to that before? Yeah, Sen, once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring (laughs) up. I didn't mean any offense by it. I just, I mean... That seemed really intense and very unlike Abby. I think, um, maybe let's not talk about, you know, changing or evolving around her. Okay. All right. Wes, are you okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get slammed against the other side. How's the old ticker? Uh, ticking, I think. <laughs> and then, um... Abby finishes her sweet roll and then she all of a sudden like runs out of your hands Atticus and she like sprints over toward Wesley and like paws on his chest and like starts to purr. Abby I'm I'm fine. It's it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. Um... Okay. And I then I think she like half jumps, half teleports like and like puts her arms around your neck and like squeezes. You might, you might want to be careful about squeezing me right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys hear, bing boom. Arrived at Pewter Mountaintop. Oh, do you guys want to, hell, I've never been up here. You guys want to check out the mountaintop? That depends. How far down is it? It looks pretty solid to me. Let's go. And I push Wesley out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, it's me, Gatlin, your baby DM. I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all out there for being the best fans in the world and remind you of a couple cool things we have going on. As always, we are sponsored by Die Hard Dice, the hardest dice around. Make sure to use Roaring Trainers, all one word, at checkout for 15% off. 
Also, do us a favor and join the great fan community on our Discord. And, if you're able, join us on our Patreon to help support the show. Lastly, we just opened up our merch store on Teespring. Check us out at teespring.com slash stores slash the dash roaring dash trainers dash store. Before I head out, go and check out our new friends from across the pond, Flintlocks and Fireballs, a great D&D podcast with pirates. Again, thanks for everything, guys. I got to go and make sure these boys don't get crushed by a boulder or something. (laughs) Bye. Muskets, gallia spears, will plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT, or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. All right, so you guys step out of the gondola and I you... hope we were at the station. <laughs> and <laughs> nope, it was just over the side of the mountain. See you later. <laughs> You guys step out of the gondola and you're on this like big plateau, like you are on the very tip of the mountain, but like instead of being a peak, it's just like an area, a flattened area uh, of earth and some grass. And you see that there are a couple trails that go down and you step out and you see there is another gondola. Like, so this gondola took you like straight up the mountains, probably about 45 degrees, uh, in the direction of Pewter. And then in order to get to Pewter, you need to board another gondola and it goes straight on to Pewter. So this gondola essentially takes a 90 degree angle around the Viridian Forest. Are there gondolas to like every town or is it just these two? Just these two. Okay. I didn't know if it was some sort of a Skynet situation going <laughs> on here. <laughs> nope. This is, uh, this is just from Viridian to Pewter City. So you guys uh, reach the top of the mountain and you see someone working on the other gondola. You see that he's like using some tools and like trying to straighten out the track that's going from the mountaintop to Pewter City. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, yeah. What? What? Did... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Hail and well met. Um, what are you working on there? Well, I'm working on the track. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what's uh, what's wrong with it? It ain't working. I assumed that. Is there anything that we could help you with? No. Uh, nothing at all. Nope. Uh, so um, I'm going to take a little bit of time to describe what he looks like. Yeah. He's got a very long red beard. And like he's wearing like railroad attire, like the striped overalls and like this this big like railman's hat and he's just like full of black grease and you can see like as he's talking to you guys he's missing a couple teeth so just think like old prospect that's exactly yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right <laughs> says um well the track track ain't working right now does that track mean that to pewter no nope, not working 
What do you Wait. mean it's not working? No, as in it's not the track computer, or no, it's not working? It's the track computer, and it's also not working. Well, dip. Two birds, one stone. Um, how long have you been working on the track? Well, I'd say probably about an hour. Hmm. How long until it's finished? Uh, well, I want to make sure it's working right, you know? Uh, you guys are looking to go to Pewter, right? Yeah, we are. You're not just here for the nature reserve. No. Nature reserve? Yeah. It's the peak of this mountain. We got some, got some caves and some, uh, some nature reserves going on over here. Lots of trainers oh. like to come up here to battle some Pokemon, to catch some Pokemon. Uh, just kind of like a halfway point in between uh, Viridian and, uh, and Pewter City. Um, Atticus kind of like gets like a, oh, cool. Look on his face, looks at you guys and goes, oh, there's some caves. You guys want to do some splunging? I wouldn't mind seeing some some new Pokemon. Um, and Did also- you say splunging? <laughs> yeah, cave diving. I think you mean spelunking. Well, you call it whatever you want, buddy. I'm gonna jump in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'd say it's probably gonna be about another uh, another hour or two before we're able to uh, to get you guys going on to Pewter. So uh, feel free, go have go have a Pokeball. I I guess like. Oh, that was good. Oh, oh well. Um, well, well I right, wouldn't mind uh, getting off of that godforsaken gondola. I wouldn't mind getting away from this old prospector. And I'm always up for an adventure. Let's go. All right. Well, good riddance, Christ. Jeez. All right. Goodbye. I didn't say that to you, but sounds good. <laughs> well, your your voice really carries, Atticus. <laughs> Does it? Does it? Does it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we are on a mountain after all. Uh, how high up are we? Like, what's the altitude that we're at right now? General, like, general thing. Above like, the clouds. Thank you. Can you... <laughs> mountain height. Can I get, like, an exact uh, footage for this? Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's go to the caves. <laughs> All right. So I think we had our way to the caves. Yep. So you see that there are a couple paths that lead a little bit down the mountain, but there's like railings and like signs telling you where to go. And you're walking down this path. Are there any of them that I have marked with like a skull and crossbones? Uh, not yet. Okay. Not oh. yet. Well, I'm oh, looking out Jesus. for those. Spoilers. <laughs> So you guys are walking down this path, and you come across the opening of a cave. All right, so on the outside of this cave, you see a sign, and it says, uh, Pokemon nesting area, capturing permitted, three Pokemon limit. So I think uh, this whole time, just walking down the path, uh, Atticus been humming a little tune. Um, he just sees the cave, and he just, oh, no, there's the cave, and he just keeps walking towards the cave entrance singing his song okay so as you start singing this song your song becomes even more echoed being west and sun walking down a trail looking for a cave hey there it is let's go down the cave look at the sign i don't know what it says i walk too fast So you guys reach the inside of this cave and you can see that like at the very mouth of the cave, it's actually pretty well lit. You can see like mining lights hanging from the ceiling and now you're just in a cave. Um, I'm also going to release Charlie so that he can also help illuminate the way. Okay, perfect. Because as you walk deeper and deeper into the cave, the lights get a little bit more dim and more sparse. This looks like a job for Charlie, and I release him. <laughs> All right, and Charlie comes out, and he's like, 
Um, can you help light the way for us a little bit, buddy? It's a little dark in here. And you see him kind of like squeeze, and then his tail gets a little brighter. All right, so we can do a couple things in here. Do you guys have any like goals? Any anything like specific that you want to do in this cave? I think opportunity to I don't know what you have planned, but capture Pokemon. We could do a grind session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, can we look for treasure chests? Like how D and D is this cave? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like hidden items that we can just say try and pick up something here. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you guys could do a grind session. We could uh, experiment with that uh, mechanic a little bit more. Uh, you guys could actually like try and catch some Pokemon. When we go that route, it's been a while since we did a group Pokemon catching. Cool. Catch. Some. Yeah, I think I think I just want to see as much Pokemon as I can. Cool. So. All right. So as you guys start walking a little bit deeper into the cave, you notice that the mouth of it opens up. And now you're just in like the big wide open area of the cave. Belly of the cavern. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys hear the faint screeches of Zubat. Okay. And sparse growls once in a while. Ooh. Growls, you say? Oh man, it's kind of spooky in here. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, Charmander's helping with that. He's yeah. he's providing some light. Should we like? Oh, dang, like, should we, like, try to capture some Pokemon? It's been a while. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's do it. Wes, what do you think? Has it been a while? You caught some literally yesterday. Oh, shit. Or, that no, was wait, like that was a, today. That was a while ago. <laughs> wait, no, it was yesterday. Yeah. Boy, it feels like months. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, I, uh, we're going we're gonna to try and see what we can catch. Okay. So let's do uh, let's do a little uh, little catching. So we have our 6 by 6 grid in the middle of the table. So do you guys want to... middle of the night. Do you guys just want to roll uh, a d20 um, each, and whoever rolls highest goes first? Sure. Four. Sixteen. Five. All right. So, uh, Atticus, you get to go first. So you start on any square uh, surrounding the area. Yeah, I have mine on E1 is where I'm starting. Okay. So uh, you can move... Three squares in any di- up up to three squares in any direction. All right, I'm going to move to C3. <laughs> Sunk my battleship. <laughs> so now I roll a D20 to see the rarity, correct? Correct. Do I add anything to that? Nope, not the rarity check. It's a seven. Seven. All right. So this is going to be one that all of you can participate in because it is a horde. Ooh. Horde of what? Of Zubat. What'd you nice. call me? So as you guys are searching in this area, the screeching starts to get a little bit louder. And I think Atticus's singing might have uh, might have stirred up some some activity in this. And from the ceiling, you guys see five Zubats swoop down. And I'm going to have you all make dexterity uh, dexterity checks to get out of the way. Twelve. Twelve. Nine. All right, so um, so Sen and Wes, you guys get out of the way in time. Uh, Atticus, you take one scratching damage from the Zubat. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and we are going to roll some initiative. Oof. Uh, what's our initiative, guys? I got 23, 12, and 19. Very cool. So we have Atticus, Sen, Wes, and then the Zubat. All right, so uh, these this horde of Zubats come and like, scratch Atticus, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Pete, Thundershock. 
And he's going to use Pete. Okay. And he's going to use Thundershock. <laughs> 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. So you hit one of these Zubat. Eight damage. Oof. All and it's right. electric. I don't know. Are they? Yeah. Okay. So. I remember my not Game Boy Color get days. So this electric damage hits one of the Zubat. It, like, freezes in the air, drops to the ground, and then it starts to, like, limply try to fly away. Hit him again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it escape. Light him Fuck up. Fuck that thing. <laughs> That's my turn. All right. Are you going to try to... No. Okay. Sounds good. I'm pissed. All right. Fuck that thing. <laughs> All right. Then we have Sendoran. All right, Charlie. Let's light him up with some ember attacks. 13 to hit. All right. So Charlie blasts off these embers into the air and all three of them just hit the ceiling of this cave and you do not hit a single one. Yeah. All, right. all right. Wes. Uh, Wes is going to toss out Magnemite. All right. So you throw out Magnemite and it's looking around with its one eye and then it turns around and it sees you and starts to like float in your direction. <laughs> I just reach out my hand for a fist bump. And Magnemite does like a headbutt into your fist. Perfect. Let's do this, buddy. All right. How far away are those Zubat? They're like right on your asses. Oh, they're like, they're yep. on us. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, um, I'm going to call out to all my friends and say, cover your ears. Okay. And then have Magnemite use supersonic. All right. I do that. I cover my ears and I make sure Charlie covers his. All right. Sounds good. It's 12. For all of them? Yep. Oh, they saved. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I'm going to rationalize this as uh, Supersonic is one of Zubat's, like, signature moves. So they're pretty used to it right now. Wesley takes out a notebook and starts writing. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Interesting. So these Zubat are going to split up. Two of them are going to swoop down and use Leech Life on Pete. And two of them are going to go down and use Leech Life on Charlie. So both of the ones that go to hit Pete... Uh, hit with a 21. Yeah, that hits. And uh, the two that Damn. go for Charlie uh, get a 12. Uh, that ties the armor class. So Defender gets it. All right, All Charlie right. gets it. So these two uh, Zubats swoop down and start to, like, try to bite Charlie. And Charlie, in a defensive action, kind of twists around. And this fire scares off the two uh, Zubat from trying to bite it. Uh, for Pete, that is going to be... Six total damage. Okay. All right. And then it is back up to Atticus's turn. Oh, they that was a physical attack, Leech Life. Yeah, so they, I was just going to say, they need to make um, constitution saving throws. Okay. Four. Nah, nah, nah. Ain't going <laughs> to do it. Um, uh, they're stunned now, so that means actually until the end of their next turn, they roll uh, their attacks at disadvantage. Okay, perfect. And Atticus, it is now your turn. All right, so those bats just came down. Zubats came down, attacked Pete, mm-hmm. um, and Atticus goes, Oh, Pete, look up. Fuck, hit him again with a thundershock. Fucking bats. 11. Uh, that does not hit. So Pete lets off this thundershock wildly. It's like trying to get away from these bites that are kind of hurting it a little bit and does not aim properly. And Sen, we're up to you. Try your ember again there, Charlie. 14 to hit. That does not hit. So you wow. you fire these these uh, blasts of embers at the Zubat and you just miss them and your fire goes up into the ceiling again. Okay, Wesley. All right, Magnemite. Uh, that 
supersonic didn't seem to have any effect on them, so we're gonna try something different. They're a flying type, so let's use a Thundershock. Uh, 17? 17 hits. So Magnemite does its little, like, vibration in the air and charges this electricity, and it shoots directly at one of the Zubats. It hits it for... Uh, seven. Times two. Times two. 14. Okay, so this Thundershock hits one of the Zubat. It, like, vibrates in the air, drops, and it, like, tries to limply fly away. Are you going to... Bye. All right. (laughs) And then... I think uh, two Zubat are going to go for Pete again, and then one Zubat is going to go toward Charlie. Bring it on. So the ones that go toward Pete, roll a six. No, no, no. Ain't going to hit. Pete's too fast, so fuck you, Bats. (laughs) (laughs) So these Zubats... I think your song just evolved. (laughs) (laughs) So these Zubats start to dive down at Pete, and Pete just swiftly dodges left, dodges right, and they do not hit. For Charlie, that's six. Yeah, that ain't hitting. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so uh, this Zubat starts to dive down, and then you see all of a sudden its body freezes, and it starts to dip, and then catches itself right in time, and it does not uh, get the chance to attack Charlie. And we're up to Atticus. So those Zubats come in for a hit, and Atticus goes, Pete, look up behind you! And then Pete dodges and goes, fucking hit that one! And he points... Okay. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Roll some damage. You can kill him. Jesus. Kill him. <laughs> I'm going to hit this bird. Uh, that's only five damage. Times two? Times two. That's 10 damage. All right. So this Thundershock hits one of the Zubat. It drops to the ground, and it starts to limply fly away. And now we are down to two Zubat. And Nick, you're up. He's in range for a scratch, Charlie. Get him. Seven to hit. Seven does not hit. So, um, have you ever tried to swat at a bat in the air? Oh, tons of times. Okay. <laughs> so Charlie does like a quick jump up and tries to bat it down and like doesn't. <laughs> oh, didn't even try. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, tries to bat it down and completely misses. Well, you know, can't yep. win them all. Wes. Magnemite. That worked out pretty well. Let's do that again. Undershock. An 18. An 18. All right. So as soon as you say, oh, that worked out really well, you see Magnemite turn to you and like bobs up and down. It's like super excited that you're praising it. And then you say Thundershock and it turns back around, vibrates in the air. This thunder hits Zubat for Uh, four times two, eight. Eight damage. All right. So this hits the Zubat. It vibrates and it starts to fly kind of limply, but it does not turn to run away. And these two Zubats are going to attack Pete again. 16 hit Pete? Yep. All right. And you take 12 damage. Was that fi- both of them hitting Pete? Yep. And that was a physical attack? Oh, and sorry. They both have advantage, disadvantage. No, it was just for one turn, yeah. so they're good. Oh, okay. But now they do need to make a DC okay. uh, a check. Sounds good. 12? All right, that's fine. They're right. good. Perfect. Atticus, your turn. Uh, fucking Pete, are you okay? Uh, Thundershock. 25. Oh, yeah. 10, 20. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow. So, yeah, this, this Thundershock hits one of the... Which Zubat? The fully healed one or the... D- uh, the fully... The full one. Okay. Sounds good. So, this Thundershock absolutely obliterates this Zubat. It drops to the ground. 
And instead of flying away, you can see that it starts to, like, crawl away. Crying a little. <laughs> Sen, your turn. Um, well, there's only one more to hit, so... Um, Charlie, target that last one with some ember. 13 to hit? Nope. You cannot catch a break. These uh, these embers go directly into the ceiling again. Wes. All right, Magnemite, let's finish off that one. It looks pretty weak. Uh, tackle attack. 17. 17 hits. So Magnemite just, like, charges toward the Zubat, and it was at 1 HP. So oh, wow. it charges at the Zubat, smacks it, and it drops, and then starts to flutter away. Good. Get the fuck out of here. And that was the last Zubat. So you guys successfully beat... <laughs> Five Zubats. Woo-hoo. Congrats. Um, All right, well, that was the first round of the Pokemon catching thing. All right, uh, so who's who's next on the... All right, Sen. Uh, okay, I start at D6, and I'm going to move to B5. That's a Pokemon. Roll for rarity. Maybe roll a different dice. Just yeah, kidding. that was... <laughs> well, you're, you're not... Well, no, because this is... Can I use one of yours? No way, oh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I'll take that one's pretty good. That's one! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Nat 20. You guys did this. Oh. <laughs> you feel the whole cavern start to rumble. Caverns aren't supposed to do this, right? I don't think so. And you hear. What was that? You're gonna find out right now. You see from the bottom of this cavern, the head of this huge onyx erupts from the bottom. Dang. Oh yeah. (laughs) Holy cow, that thing is huge. And it has the fiercest look in its eyes. All right, have fun with that one, (laughs) son. Hey, Wes, uh, this guy's a rock Pokemon, right? Yep, that's an Onyx. Okay, I'm gonna need some help then, because this is exactly what the gym leader was talking about. Yeah, I think you might be right. All right, uh, yeah. roll some initiative. <laughs> 16. 15. You guys added everything, right? Yeah. Yep. T- uh, 20. So, Atticus, you are faced with this giant rock snake that is honestly filling up about half of the space in this open cavern. Oh, um, uh, Pete, fucking Thundershock, be careful. 14 to hit. All right, so Pete fires off this ferocious Thundershock, and it envelops this Onyx, and for a moment, you're psyched because it hit, and then Onyx does not react. What the, what, what the fuck? Atticus, that's that's a ground Pokemon, rock and ground. It's it's grounded. Electricity's not gonna work on it. We're gonna have to switch. Oh shit, Pete, come here. And he uh, asked Pete to come back. To me. Okay. Pete runs back to your side, looking a little bit confused, but ultimately listens to you. Uh, it is the Onyx's turn. So Onyx's eyes look over to the only thing that's really moving in this cavern: the flame on Charmander's tail. God. Uh oh. Don't put it out. (laughs) So this huge rock snake is just charging toward Charlie. Look out, Charlie. Can that be considered slithering? In a sense. (laughs) What happens when it sheds its skin? 
Oh god. Just pebbles. <laughs> yeah, it's just more rocks. Okay. <laughs> uh twelve to hit. That does not hit. So you call out to Charlie just in time, and this onyx charges right past Charmander. Oh, that was close, buddy. And we are up to Wes. Alright, uh Magnemite, good job in the last battle, buddy. Let's uh let's have you come back and he returns Magnemite okay. and throws out Bulbasaur. Okay. All right, Bulbasaur, let's do what we can to chip away at that thing's health. Leech Seed, uh, 21 to hit. That hits. So Bulbasaur braces itself on the floor of this cave and fires off pew, 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 three little seeds. And these seeds, as soon as they hit contact with Onyx's hide, start to branch out and these vines start to wrap around Onyx's body. So that's eight damage. Eight damage. Grass damage? Uh, yes. All right, so times two, so 16. Okay, so uh, Onyx starts to flinch and, like, flail a little bit from this damage, and... So now he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon failure, the leech seed takes root, and he'll take the 1d6 damage per the start of each of its turns. 19? That'll do. All right. So... In the flailing, it actually knocks off all of all of the seeds that took root on its body. Mm. All right, uh, Sen. Well, I mean, I don't know what's gonna work and what's not, so just hit him with an ember, Charlie. 16 to hit. You fire off these embers, and they essentially just bounce off of Onyx's hide. Yowza. Atticus. All right, so Pete comes back to him and he's like, hey, bud, I think you ought to sit this one out. Um, Jerry. Go on, buddy. Get him. In my little old polywag. Yay, Yay, Jerry. Flops on out. I said, um, water gun? And he kind of looks at Wes, like, with a questioning look. Yep. Yep. Oh, Wes yeah, just water guns. I was hoping Onyx would go, hello, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed <Name it. laughs> Uh, 18. So Jerry fires off this water gun, and... It just misses uh, Onyx's hide as he's writhing around uh, trying to get these leech seeds off. And we're up to Onyx. So Onyx is going to change paths and use uh, a tackle attack at Bulbasaur. Now, with that, Charmander gets an attack of opportunity. Why does he get an Because it's disengaging with Charmander. Uh, um, Without actually using a disengage. Right. I gotcha. Um, I'm going to have Charlie spit some more hot fire. 16 to hit? Nope. So these these embers just bounce right off of Onyx's skin again. None of this fire stuff is working. 21 to hit Bulbasaur. That'll do. <laughs> 12 damage to Bulbasaur. Okay, and Wes, it is your turn. Oh, that him hitting Bulbasaur triggers Bulbasaur's effect spore. Ooh, love it. Okay, tell me about it. Since he got struck by an attack, Onyx needs to make another constitution saving throw or be put to sleep for one minute. Ooh, nice. That's a nat one. <laughs> He's a sleepy, sleepy boy. <laughs> Jesus, thank you. Okay. Yeah, good. So this onyx hits Bulbasaur, and as a defensive reaction, Bulbasaur's bulb just, like, spits out this huge cloud of spore. Onyx starts to cough, but ultimately inhales and starts to drowse off and smashes into the ground. Now, I'm going to have you all make... A perception check. 17. 17? 15? 24. Okay. Hey, what's <laughs> that over there? 
So, as Onyx smashes to the ground, you see one of its last actions is moving its tail in one direction and coil around something. Do we see what it coiled around? You, its its tail is now blocking the view of what it's coiling around, but you are out of combat, so you guys can do whatever you wish here. Did we all see it, or? Yes, you all saw, you all saw this subtle movement. Okay. Do you guys see that? See what? The, it, it's tail, it curled around something. Let's, let's go take a look, guys. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's go see what it was. That was weird. Hey, be very quiet. This thing's big. We tiptoe over there. Okay. So as you start to walk closer to its tail, you see what looks like this big pile of rocks. Oh, God, it shit all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to have you all make a nature check. Atticus, you're going to have advantage. Because you're used to Pokemon shit. I know exactly what they are. 15? 19? 16? Okay. So you all notice that these rocks are arranged in such a way that they're not just randomly put there. You... I f- think that's a nest, guys. What? A nest? Of that's what? A, that's the, it's, those are eggs. I, I know those are eggs. Wait, this creature can have eggs? Yeah. Um, I hate to try to break those open for breakfast. <laughs> Charlie, can you can you shed some light on those eggs for us? All right. And I think Charlie walks over and just like turns around and its tail is now directly against these rocks. But now you can plainly see that these rocks are more than that. There's slight subtle movements that you see happen, but yeah, these are eggs. These are onyx eggs. I th- this is, I think it's just a mama protecting her nest. Can't, I should like leave it alone. Yeah, I don't feel right about taking this mother away from their babies. You see that there are five eggs. Um, could I see like, are they close to hatching? So I'm going to have you roll a pokey handling check to see if these eggs are close to hatching. And you'll have advantage. That's a 20. Okay, you can tell four of the five are really close to hatching, but one has a little bit further to go. Oh, guys, I think, shit, I think these are close to hatching. Um, And he looks around to see, like, I kind of want to check this out. Yeah, I've never seen a Pokemon hatch before. This could be a perfect research opportunity. But what if the mama wakes up? Yeah, Sen, we're going to have to wake her up. The babies need to imprint on her, but we don't want to be seen. Um, I'd like to do a per- investigation perception to see if there's like a good place to hide. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Perception? Perception. It's an 18. 18? Yeah. So you can see that in the corner of the cave, there's like a huge set of rocks. There's a sign that says hide here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's three ghillie suits. Yes. There's a huge pile of rocks that's just like arranged in the corner. And you see that it would be perfect for being able to hide behind. Um, let's, over there, there's, I think that would work. Sen, you're probably gonna have to put Charlie away. We don't want the light giving us away. Yeah, I suppose so. And I return him. Let's, let's go over there. This is awesome. All right, so you guys all go from behind the rocks. And Jerry and Carrie, 
just start walking behind you, but then all of a sudden you hear a, and then a, and then you turn around and they're both like slapping each other with their tails. <laughs> <laughs> and like they start to like screech and squeal at each other and like they're- Jerry, Jerry, quiet, quiet, quiet. A pokey handling. Okay, uh, 24. Oh, dang. Okay, so you have this authoritative boom in your voice, and as soon as you say that, they both stop, straighten up. Salute. Just like, yes. With their tails. <laughs> and just, like, follow you behind yeah. the rock. We go to the rocks. Okay. So Pass me the rock. <laughs> I want a rock! I've <laughs> been waiting all podcast to do that. <laughs> so you guys station up behind this rock, and I think after about five, ten minutes, you notice that the onyx starts to stir, and it's you see its eyes start to slowly open. Guys, it's waking up. It's fine, son. Calm down. And then its eyes shoot open, and it starts to look around, and then its eyes find the nest, and then you see it relax a little bit and starts to like slither in the direction and wraps its body around the nest. Holds up its tail, it starts trying to count, but only has one tail. (laughs) Does that math check out? (laughs) (laughs) And you can see that like its eyes are locked on this nest. Can we uh, still see sort of like what's going on in the nest? You can't see, but I'm gonna tell you what you hear. So you guys wait about 20 minutes of silence. <laughs> you guys want well better. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sound of Sundoring peeing his pants. <laughs> I feel like whenever Sundoring's kind of like, I want to get out. Like Atticus is like peeking around the corner. He does that thing without looking, where he kind of like waves his hand and like just like finds your head and just like aggret, like pats it. Yeah, that's fine. Shut up. <laughs> so after about twenty minutes, you guys start to hear a cracking sound, and like. It's actually really loud. And then all of a sudden, Onyx's body moves away from the nest, and you see four of the eggs start to like shatter and break. And you see these four baby Onyx crack out of these Pokemon eggs. And they're about the size of the Ekans that you guys encountered earlier in your journey. Wow, even that's got some size to it. They start to slither and kind of move about their new enclosure. And then the mom waves its tail over and the four babies follow the mom deeper into the cave and they are gone now. Okay. Okay, so they're gone. I was going to do something fucking crazy, but but there's an egg left. There's one egg left. Um, I think Atticus goes up to the egg. So you move up to the egg, and as soon as you get in range, it starts to shake, and it busts out of the egg. And you see this tiny little onyx, and it sees you. You got an imprint on me? (laughs) Hello, buddy. And onyx cocks its head to the side, and then cocks it to the other side. I was going to say I kneel down, but this fucker's probably pretty big, huh? It's pretty big. It's about an Ekans size, so, um, yeah. Dang. Probably about four feet long. Yeah. I think he's still 
gets down on one knee and he kind of gingerly puts his hand out like, Hey, little buddy. It's okay. Come here. And its head leans into your hand and licks it. Feels like sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Little guy. And he kind of like pets his head, but like roughly so that mm-hmm. he can feel it. You can feel its body start to vibrate a little bit. Okay. And it lets out this relatively high-pitched for an onyx, like, growl, but not aggressive. Wow. Almost like a, a purr, but very gravelly. Okay, um, I think uh, Atticus kind of like, oh, well, buddy, look at this guy. And he kind of looks over, hey, hey, guys, look. It hatched, but it's but its mom's gone. And then I'd like to kind of like start looking at the onyx and maybe like just kind of start checking it over, see if it's okay. Sure. Uh, could could Wesley assist on that? Because I think he would already have his book open and he's got like a measuring tape and stuff and he's sort of like doing that cartoon thing where he like teleports around the Pokemon and he's quick and he's like measuring yep. <laughs> and writing down in his notebook. Perfect. And... That's <laughs> awesome. Perfect. I'm still by the rocks. <laughs> uh, would that be Poke handling, Poke knowledge? Uh, I'm gonna say Poke knowledge. Hey, 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 Sandoran. Are you all out of PP? Nope, still going. <laughs> Get it, PP? Um, I got a yes, 16. I'm struggling. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought like he peed his pants enough and he yep, doesn't. It's a joke that works in two ways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a 16, and then however Wes. Uh, assists me on that? Sure. Um, Wes, roll a roll a d6. Six. Okay, you, you so add that. 22. 22. So, you know, uh, with Wes's assistance, he's got the, the like, Pokey Encyclopedia open, um, and you notice that it's, it's not hurt at all, but from what you gather in the Pokemon Encyclopedia, it is below average on how big it's supposed to be. And yeah, it's you, only in the 20th percentile. And you notice that it is a male. Uh, Atticus is kind of looking it over, talking to Wes, like, you're taking measurements, and I'm telling you things that I know, like, oh, it's kind of kind of small, I think. And, like, I'm, oh, it's, oh, oh, yep, that's a dude. That's a guy. Um, and then uh, he looks at Wes and then over at Sindoran, and I don't know, should we, like, try to get it back to its mom? Or, Wes, would you know, like, I know nature's pretty rough, but, like, would would she accept it? Like, it's the runt of the litter. I'm not even convinced that this onyx is going to accept the mother. I mean, I, from what I've seen, it looks to have imprinted on you. Oh. Dip. Hello, buddy. You want to come with me? Also, I don't want to see that onyx again. That's true. That'd be tough. And onyx has just continued to look at you. Uh, as as he's looking at Atticus, I'm gonna slowly make my way down to them. Okay, sounds good. So you start to like creep in the direction, hiding yeah. behind every rock. On yeah. the <laughs> yes. But guys, what if like the mother could literally come back at any time, and and chances are she's gonna know that she's missing one of her babies. Yeah, she knows she's missing it because she abandoned it. Well, I mean, she only had one tail to count on. She just miscounted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know, I feel kind of weird about it, but I don't want this this little guy like hurt. I guess should I take him west today? I, honestly, at this point, I think that's our only option. I mean, we can't just leave it here. It's not yeah. going to survive on its own. 
Its mother's already left. See, that to me sounds like another option. Well, what, leave it here to die? Well, who says it's gonna die? I mean, it can probably fend for itself okay, can't ya? And I, like, turn towards the onyx. And onyx, in you referencing to it, like, slinks closer to Atticus. And, like, I think it starts to coil around your leg a bit. See, Atticus, he's going for your leg! I feel like at this point, I have all of my Pokemon out. I think Bulbasaur is still out. Bulbasaur and Charmander are back in their Pokeballs. Okay. So I think at this point, I have all my Pokemon out, Atticus, the Onyx, and Wes, and I feel like it's very anime style. Everyone's just turned looking at Sen, not saying a word. <laughs> in disbelief. Like I'm the only one that has yeah. like, something bad to say. In the distance, you hear a cricket Pokemon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tone. <laughs> deli, 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 whoop! Well, okay, like, I guess we can take it with us, but just make sure it doesn't, like, I don't know, go crazy and hurt any of us, all right? Uh, Atticus looks at Sen and goes, well, thanks for your fucking permission, Sen. Jesus Christ. You'd really just let this thing, this little baby, just be in the cave and, like, fend for itself? I'm saying that his mother just tried to, oh, I don't know, hurt us, so... Yeah, I'm a little weary on well, taking this Well, it's just protecting its nest. It's, it's nature, son. Hey, hey, bud, if we just left you to fend, would you be here? Wouldn't <laughs> think so. <sighs> you got Why me there. Why don't you just, yeah, just calm down. I, and Atticus takes out a Pokeball, and he just, like, holds it out to the Onyx. And goes, well, little guy, if you want to come with, just touch this. Or, ho- or however Pokeballs work. Get in my van. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you. So the Onyx just like looks at the Pokeball and doesn't know quite what to do and just smiles up at you and like squeezes your leg. Not good enough for me. And I touch it with the Pokeball. All right. And Onyx is enveloped by the Pokeball and you can feel the ball vibrate once and it clicks. And you have a baby Onyx now. Dang. Let him out. Oh. Saw <laughs> <laughs> that coming. All right. And now and, uh, the baby Onyx is just like alongside of you. And it's just like, hey, hey, mom. Oh, bu- oh buddy. I'm going to name you Olaf the Onyx. Perfect. Hey, Olaf. Wonderful. Awesome. And um, I kind of want him to like hang out on my shoulders. <laughs> Like a fashion piece. Like a rocky feather boa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say that you try to pick up Onyx, make a strength check. Nat 20. Nat 20. Ooh, nat 20. See. <laughs> Just imagine all of his Pokemon on Atticus's oh, shoulders. <laughs> And him just struggling. His face is red. All right. Polywag on each shoe. So you, you pick up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Are you kidding? This is the best thing. Uh, this is 100% in character, okay? This yep. is. All right. Whoa. So, Atticus, you pick up this onyx, and you feel that it is approximately 120 pounds. Do you still try to put it around your neck? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you hoist this onyx directly above your head and let it crash down on your shoulders. Oh, good. And you feel your knees buckle a little bit. Okay. You're a big guy. I'm not going to do this for too long. 
And he just pats him on the head and kind of, welcome to the family, bud. And he starts walking. <laughs> All right, it's great you made a new friend, but let's get out of here before his mother comes back. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, let's do that. Holy Christ. All right. Pete, you okay? Pete took some damage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys start walking uh, out of the cave in the direction whence you came. Um, I think Sen and Wes, you guys notice that you're a little bit further ahead of the group <laughs> than Atticus. You look back and he's just kind of like walking a little slower. Yeah, but also like uh, he's interacting with Olaf and like, Olaf, this is Abby. She's my best friend, but you're also my best friend. And this is Pete. He's pretty baller, but he couldn't touch you. And then this is Jerry and Carrie. I met them in the woods. And they're pretty great, although they're kind of unruly. And then he's just like, doesn't even give a shit about Western Sen right yeah. now. He's with his Pokemon awesome. family. And I think you guys get to uh, the gondola. And you hear, well, hey, fellas. Well, hello again to you. Did you have a nice trip? I mean, it was a bit rocky. <laughs> Good job. I just, I just look dead. I look right at him and I give him like a really incredible look. You know who I am. <laughs> you knew who I was. Well, dang. You guys, you guys ready to head over to uh, Pewter City? Absolutely. All right. Well, get the fuck on this thing. Let's go. Are you honestly going to take that on the gondola with you? Is that going to work? Yeah. What's the weight limit on this thing? It's a gondola. It can fit about tw 20 people. That include rock snakes? Yes. Weight is, if, if you got a pound of feathers and a pound of steel, they still weigh okay, the same. Okay, I'm done listening to you. Let's get on the gondola. <laughs> we go oh. on the gondola. <laughs> Atticus isn't on yet because he's thinking about the feathers are lighter than steel. <laughs> and I think with that, we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to The Roaring Trainers, Canto in the Jazz Age. I'm Gatlin, at Ace Trainer Grimm on Twitter. I'm Adam, at Adam LaGrave on Twitter. I'm Aaron, at Echo Willems on Twitter. And I'm Nick, also known as Sindoran, and I'm Sindoran2 on Snapchat. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. See ya. Olaf loves you. <laughs> everyone thanks for listening if you want to follow us on the social medias please follow us at roaring trainers on twitter and at the roaring trainers on tumblr facebook and instagram